Welcome to A Positive Spin, a well-being podcast without all the BS. Some of the S. Some of the S. Some of the S. I'm Kate Barron. And I'm Sarah Starkman. And this is A Positive Spin. Did you already say that? I did. Fuck. We already (laughs) screwed it up. (laughs) I'm so nervous. That's how we roll. That is how we roll. Why are we doing this? Because the world's a pretty negative place right now. There's... So much negative news 24-7. Yeah, there's nothing but bad stuff on my Facebook news feed 24 hours a day. Yeah, it, every, and every, Twitter, Twitter's the worst because it's like news yeah. directed and yeah. CP24 when you're you're underground. I went to the nail salon and they had CP24 on. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see do. this. I know, I know. And it's ugh, it's just, it's too hard to get like away from this stuff, but also... I want to be informed, but I don't want to the, this to be the only stuff in my life. Like, I can't. Totally. It's, it's too much. Like, I I had people who came into my office the other day, even, and they were complaining. And they were going back and forth, and they were bitching to each other. And I was like, I can't. I just, like, I've never had that feeling before where I was feeling overwhelmed with the amount of negativity that I was like, you need to get out of my office. Like, I can't. I can't hear any more of this stuff. Like, it's, it's too much. I know. And I feel like it's... Uh... But I do feel like we're in an upswing because I feel like people are starting to feel the same way as we do. Because the truth of the matter is, is that there is positive stuff out there. We're just not focusing on it. Yeah. And then if something good happens, it's just forgotten because there's another mass shooting or bombing or whatever happens. And you can't, yeah, like be ignorant to that stuff happening. But at the same time, you need to give your brain a break from all the negativity I think yeah because that's exactly what it is because you become apathetic right yeah it's like you you feel helpless because you don't know how to help with all the negativity because you almost like can't choose like what do you choose as your cause to sort of help with but the point is is that it's just about trying your best and doing small things yeah which is kind of you know what we've sort of come to the conclusion about that we need to just try and do our best to do little things to make ourselves feel positive because the truth is is like if we're giving out positive energy and sharing positive news it it'll sort of like bring things out in other people to be more positive hopefully yeah i mean and, and and i think doing doing our best is what is key and i think people who might hear this they might be skeptical at first like you know, listening to something that says a positive spin only because usually positive news is accompanied by this really naive slant or it's just all so cheesy that you're like granola and granola and just like, shut up. Like that's just not real life. So, and it's also only for a certain like niche of people. There are some people that that really like, you know, they do their yoga and granola and all that kind of stuff and dreadlocks and they love it. And I get I get that a little bit because yeah. I love doing yoga and stuff. But it it seems really naive. Exactly. Is what it is just to be like, you know, just meditate on it and it'll go away. And I feel yeah. like that's not, you know, that's too corny for us. Like, we need to be real about this journey to stay positive because the fact of the matter is it's really fucking hard. And yeah, and I was looking up, like, tricks to becoming more of a positive thinker. <laughs> and the number one thing it just said is don't be a Pollyanna about it. So don't be so naive about, you know, yes, you're trying to be positive, but be realistic about it. Um, and just, like, be an optimist, but be a realist as well. And... And yeah, just fucking try your best. That's so hard to confuse it. Be real, but also be positive. And that's the tough thing, right? Yeah. So, but that's what we're going to try to do. Yeah. That's what we're going to try to do. And it's something we struggle with. I mean, it's a struggle to get... Out of bed in the morning? <laughs> no. Yes, for well, me it is. Some, I hate mornings. I'm not a morning <laughs> person at all. I could... Anything at night. Like, I feel like I hit my stride at 2 a.m., that is amazing for a comedian. I feel like I hit my stride at like four and I've like peaked by nine in bed by ten. That would be, it's <laughs> my no, idea. That's why we're not compatible, really, for marriage. That's why you have a husband, though. Right. But is, my, he, is he a morning person or is he a night person? Uh, he, I think he used to be more of a night person, but he yeah. works pretty hard. So now he just has like these ideas and then he falls asleep at like 10 p.m. I just, I can't, especially after shows, right? Especially after we do shows, we come off 
How do you... You don't go to bed that early if you've just come from a show. No, because you have, like, the adrenaline. I'll come home and, like, watch a show and chill. Or I'll, like, go down a, you know, an Instagram hole and come out and be like, it's (laughs) three in the morning. After a show, I can usually uh, be found in my underwear in my kitchen eating cereal. (laughs) Watching something on Netflix. So, also... That sounds like a good time. uh, It's a great time. (laughs) And I'm always thinking, like... I'm a time. (laughs) I'm a good fucking time. Is what I am. Um, yeah. So that's why we're doing this. We're doing this to be positive. We're doing this to try to give people just a slight fucking break yeah. in the... A little reprieve. Yeah. A little repre- reprieve um, and, all the, and all the bullshit. So that being said, <laughs> Kate and I have uh, decided to start trying to make an extra effort to do something positive every oh, right. week yeah. yeah um so what uh what did you do this week that was positive senorita so friends of mine were selling their house they uh were gonna put their cat in a little like cat hotel i volunteered to take the cat so i took the cat for a couple of weeks um i live in a small studio apartment and it quickly started smelling just like I lived in a litter box. <laughs> so I didn't realize. It's just in like a life-size litter box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live in a sandbox. It was horrible. But I was like, I'm a nice person. I'm trying to do something nice for somebody. And so I didn't realize like how bad it would smell and how. I didn't think it through. And because I sort of want a cat too, because I love cats and I love animals. But I was also thinking like, this could be a nice thing I could do for them. Also a little test drive, like get, you know, have like a cool cat. Uh, running around. And so because it smelled a little bit, I, I kept the window open and subsequently my apartment got broken into and robbed. I didn't know that the cat inevitably, it was a literal cat list behind, did you like that? It was a cat so It was that a cat list behind your I've room. heard a lot of like, oh, so it was like a cat burglar. Oh. Lots of good puns coming from people. Oh, so I'm just. One of many losers Ooh. in my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, all the thing that we have in common, though, is you, right? True. Yeah. The, the loser yeah. magnet? The loser magnet <laughs> is a common denominator. Whatever. So anyway, I the cat, I feel bad. I feel like the cat was maybe traumatized by the robber, too. Probably. Nothing crazy was stolen. I'm trying to be positive. It's all replaceable stuff. It's all just, like, my computer and certain things that are, you know, it's just stuff. And that's how I'm trying to look at it. But it's still a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, it's awful. Did, did I tell you about when Phil and I, my husband and I got robbed in Leslieville by our crackhead, uh, and, and I'm not trying to be rude, they were they were actual crackheads, just being honest, they lived <laughs> in our basement, and they, they robbed us of everything. Like our winter jackets. Everything? Like our winter jackets, everything? our knives, our, like our, like if we had like, we had steak knives and like a sushi knife or whatever. Yeah. Um, our flat screen TV our DVDs? What are you doing with those? Who even has DVDs Right. Anymore? They took all the... And they left like a specific four. They left like the breakup. They left some other random... I don't know. Who's they were the like... Who's in the breakup? No, what? Who's in the breakup? What like is that? Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Oh, Aniston. like this movie is so shitty. I'm going to prove yeah, a point. Yeah. They just left that behind for us. So then... But they, if they lived right below you, did you just go downstairs and you're like, hey, uh, all that stuff you now have furnishing your apartment is ours. So... First of all, it was a hovel. Like, it was inhabitable. <laughs> yeah. um, but they, uh, we didn't know it was them. Oh, yeah. And then when they were kicked out because they, like, broke a, they broke a window and a fight and it was just all bad news bears, then they Jesus. found out that they stole everything. But they, like, went through my underwear drawer. It's so invasive when That's you have That's the thing. I was home. like, he was in my apartment for 10 minutes. And Ugh. what he took was not all that much. So I was like... To the officer, I was like, be honest with me. Like, was my toothbrush in his butt? Because <laughs> what what else was he doing in here? Like, what was he doing in my house? And also because he left your recording microphone. He left, And your like, television? Record My television, my Apple TV. There was, like, I don't, you know, there was other stuff. What like, do you have on your computer? Maybe you know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, you know, it's like a, a sex tape with, like, a current prime minister of Canada. <laughs> But nothing. Oh, right. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Never mind. I think I know who took it. <laughs> Justin? Justin? <laughs> uh, no, I know. I didn't even have anything that crazy. The, the worst thing was that I had like 8,000 photos from my old iPhone that I had transferred on there. Like photos and videos of like friends' weddings and, and things like that. But I mean, Instagram, Facebook, I mean, it wasn't worth posting then. It probably wasn't that good after all. <laughs> 
Probably, uh, like, he, oh, wow. they have, like, 2,000 horrible selfies of me. That's probably what it is. Probably went anyway, into it right now. positive side of things, they broke in, they took shit. Um, All replaceable. But the cops who came were super hot, and I'm writing a whole new set on the robbery, and I got to test it out on the cops, and they were, like, high-fiving me about it. So, you know, could be worse. Totally. Could be worse. What about you? Okay, what's something positive you've done? Um. So, after we met for coffee this week... And there was a guy outside with his oh yeah pit bull, and I asked him if he wanted a drink or food, and he said that he was totally fine and thanked me. Um, and then, oh, actually, what he said, he was like, "I had a hot chocolate and a coffee this morning, and my stomach's just not feeling very good." <laughs> you like, bought him a bottle I'm like, of Dival. I'm like, "Do you want some Alka Seltzer?" Um, no, I went uh, to Shoppers after, and I got him um, gloves, and I got the dog uh-huh. a bag of food. That's nice. It was nice, but I'm so crazy. I'm like reading the label and I'm like, this dog food is, shouldn't even be fed to dogs. But then I'm like, this dog is living on the street. So I think he'll like be cool with the kibble. I mean. He was so grateful and it just like filled my heart with joy. (laughs) That's what makes me so, I hate seeing dogs or something like on the street. There's, there's a person in, uh, who lives in my neighborhood who has a cat on a leash and it just kind of circles him outside the grocery store. Oh God. It makes me pretty uncomfortable. Even as a cat person, it makes me pretty uncomfortable to see the cat just kind of like awkwardly be like, like walking around people. Yeah. So, almost like if you're in um, in Asia and there's like people with like a, a monkey on a on a leash or like on a chain. But that's so cute. How is a monkey <laughs> on a chain cute? No, 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 no. It's sad. I just like monkeys. I know. That's what I mean. That's really weird. It just circles him all day. Does he take it on walks? I don't know. I I don't know. I have no I have no idea. It you just... led me to believe there was more. No, that's all I have. <laughs> I have I have nothing. Uh, that's okay, it. so that's that's what I so did. That's... That was positive, and he was happy, and the dog is hopefully happy and. So should we explain how, like, the format is of of what we're going to do, do you think, for people, just to give them... Yeah. We won't do this every episode because it'll be annoying, but basically, Sarah and I find articles or stories or studies or something that have a positive aspect to them, and we uh, tell them to each other. We're going to do, you know, one or two each, and we tell them to each other, but the other one doesn't know what we're going to say. Precisely. You have some good articles for me? That was horrible. Was that Borat? (laughs) What? No. That was just me. Yeah, that's just your accent? Yes. Good. Okay. (laughs) Great. Good. Good start. We're having a really good start. Yeah. I I just walk out your door. Yep. Peace. Just leave. Peace. We're coming to you uh, from our recording studio, which is... Live in Sarah's living room. Yeah. It's pretty great. It is good. We do. We got some We got some candles and water and there's some dog chews on the ground. There's lots of good juju in here, I feel. Uh, me too. Yeah. Okay, I good. Like it's I'm good glad energy. The ju- and like, no. the, like the J-E-W-J-E-W? Yeah. Like actual Jewish people. Like you. My dad runs... Um, <laughs> he a, follows me on Instagram now, I think. Of course he does. Yeah. Your dad, I think he follow. Yeah. I think I saw him follow me on Instagram. Probably. After yeah. the wedding. After the wedding. You guys are fam now. We're so tight. <laughs> So tight. After I got so drunk, I don't remember what happened. I do. Fuck. <laughs> Please don't remind me. Okay. Okay. So, should I go first? I'm going to go first. Go first. Okay. So, here's this article. I don't even really... Uh, I think it's an Australian website or news source. So, it's about... I'll just read you the topic or the headline. It says, students bond with aged care residents... By writing down their memoirs. So it's part of this English class that they do. He's in high school. He's in grade 10. And part of the curriculum is you have to go to like a senior's facility and you have to compile their memoirs. And so you listen to their stories and it's a way for them to tell their stories. And I just thought it was the fucking coolest thing. That is amazing. Also amazing because most people that write their memoirs like aren't already 89 so i feel like some of the shit that they're coming out with is probably like when someone who's 32 writes your their memoirs and you're like shut the fuck up you haven't done anything 
No, but I was thinking like at least they can remember the memories. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this woman in the... Okay, so in the picture, it's at 102 years old, Florence Wheeler never expected to share her life story with a 16-year-old stranger, but it turned out to be an experience they will both cherish. What if they fell in love? That would be so cute. The 15-year-old and the 90-year-old? Oh, 16, yeah, never mind. Was that cute? You think they're going to fall in love? Has that ever happened? I don't know. But like an old billionaire or something? It would never be an old woman and a young man. No, no, no. That's it never. No, it would. It would happened. be an old man with a ton of money and a young girl. So then that's not love. Well, whatever. I don't know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so cool. And then it, they're saying like. It is. It's beautiful. You know, I thought I would probably just fade away and, and, and no one would really hear my stories. But to oh. do this. And I've also heard of stuff where. I don't know where it is. I, I feel like it's like Scandinavia somewhere where they have. Um, at a university, their dorm is actually a seniors care facility. I'm a smell so- amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Oh, I was just like, oh fuck. Just beer and diapers. Just beer and <laughs> diapers everywhere. <laughs> oh god. And I was just thinking, like, that's cool because it's it gives them they stay for free, but then it like kind of keeps them young. Totally. Um, and and give feel like not the res thing, but the memoir thing would be such a like gives them purpose again. Not that they it, don't totally. have purpose, but if you feel like you you know you need so much extra care just yeah. to sort of function, yeah, and you're sort of just waiting to die, right? This gives you like. Especially those maybe who don't have like lots of family members or whatever it is. That's for, really, really cool. Yeah. And and it reminds like, so I grew up, I have a soft spot for older people because I grew up with my grandma. She helped raise us and she was amazing. But then when she got her sort of terminal diagnosis and was passing away, I was like, you know what? I, I need to ask her more about her, like about her story and her husband and who I never met because he passed away before I was born. But like. All of those things that I don't know that I should really hear from her. And so one day my sister and I were like, you know, where, where did you meet grandpa? And then she tells us, you know, she met him at like a, this community dance and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And she tells us all this stuff. And my grandma was fucking hilarious. And like to the end, sharper than anyone I've ever met. And so I was asking her all these questions and I was like, okay, so like what year did you get married? And she's like, Oh, I see what's happening. <laughs> I got married in 1592. <laughs> I'm crazy. I've lost my mind. Are you doing a test right now to see if I'm senile? Well, happy. I am. I'm a crazy lady. <laughs> and she thought we were like trying to be like, are you okay? When really it was just a genuine interest in her life. But she was like, oh, fuck off. And she like <laughs> walked out of the room. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Did you ever find out? You're like, no. and then she died. <laughs> and then, and then she died. And I just made it up. So she actually got married um, in the sky, riding a unicorn in uh, 1992. That might have been what my grandmother would have said near the end. Yeah. She was starting to make up when my grandmother would, but my grandmother is passing away from like a, um, was it dementia? Yeah. Right. So it was like a mental thing as opposed to your grandmother yeah. with cancer. Yeah. But yeah, she used to like make up phrases and be like, I feel, I feel stranger than a three-legged cab driver. Like, I remember uh, Grandma, that wasn't his third leg. I've, I've also fallen for that one. The old three-legged Uber driver. Don't sit in the front seat. That's not his leg. Nice guy though. Oh, nice guy. Um, and then I was just like, just here's the last thing I'm going to say about this. Side note, um, I, I was looking up like senior stories or whatever. There are YouTube channels with senior citizens telling their life story. There was, I found one, a 45 minute video that has like thousands of views of a woman who's in her eighties just telling her life story. And it was just so fucking cool. I'm not going to listen or watch it. That's what I was going to say. 45 minutes. Well, she has a lot of... But I think it's really fucking cool. And I like that people... Whether she's doing it or her... You know, maybe her grandchildren or someone. People... And there were multiple other ones. Like, if you watch the... You know, watch this and watch these ones. And so, I just thought it was cool that they're trying. They're trying to do it. And I just... 
I feel that I I don't like it when people just kind of forget about older people and, and push them to the side. And so and it's also like there for their grandkids and whatever yeah. after they go and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. So so that's that's my first little my first little thing. I just that's thought your first it was little ditty. My first little ditty. They have this cool little relationship. They're buds now. She feels younger. You know, she's remembering all these things and keeps her mind sharp. No, I'm just making stuff up. But yeah. Yeah, totally. You have no clue. She could be completely out to lunch. Yeah. She's like, I was born in a blueberry patch. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so good. Blueberry. Blueberry. Okay, blueberry. (laughs) Chapter 10. The blueberry patch. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, cool. Was that your supporting? Was the YouTube thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. That's like, yeah, then, yeah. No, I really like that. Yeah. So, I have like an overarching little bit of positivity just because when I was researching... I'm really excited for this, by the way. For this podcast, yeah. I felt like, okay, truth be told, it was hard. Like, there was, it was so, so much negative stuff. Oh my god, I was literally searching for so... I'm like... Trying to find positive stuff. I know. And it's so fucking... How crazy is that? We're searching for positive news stories. And don't click on headlines. Like, don't click no. on today's no, news no, no, or whatever. No, no, no. We're not right? trying to in, No, but that's what I mean. Like, if you do that, it's only negative. Oh, um, it's craziness. And then I'm trying to do it. And I'm like, maybe local. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's mind-boggling. And then you're like, maybe world? No, no, no. don't click oh, world. don't click world. So, yes. that was That was a little offsetting. And then I kind of just dug a little deeper Mm -hmm. and I ended up having to really file down what I needed to talk about because I found so much good stuff which was really exciting so you just where did you okay because I I got the shovel out holy shit I did not have an easy time finding mine and it was I mean some of them are small things okay yeah yeah but 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 that's we need those small things of course yeah okay so here's here's this um, this woman. Yep. Uh, where are you going? <laughs> basically, I'll read you the headline. From drugs to prison to law school, woman faces one extra hurdle to become a lawyer. So basically, this young woman was a nurse and a mom and a wife and her father, who she was very close with, passed away. And I mean, obviously, there was some other stuff going on, but she just kind of completely downward spiraled started using meth and abusing prescription drugs and within 10 months of using she was arrested three times and eventually sent to prison and her final arrest was for um dealing oxy um and then obviously she had like possession uh unlawful possession of a firearm she was a hot mess so she spent about 20 months behind bars. When she came out, nobody wanted to hire her. Mm-hmm. And so she obviously had like a lot of um, lawyers that were helping her. She said she eventually got a job at Burger King. <laughs> the right? dream. Right. The dream. Living the dream. So sort of she had a lot of lawyers helping her and they could see that there was potential and that she was clever. And they yeah. sort of pushed her to uh, go to law school. And hmm. she graduated like magna cum laude and all this kind of stuff. And so, yeah. So now she's a lawyer. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'd be more down with a lawyer who had been to jail and knows how shitty it is so that they could be like, you don't want to go. That would be it. That would be like the type of law that she would have to do. But what if she just does like some shitty like insurance or corporate finance law or something like that? Does she do criminal I would hope. No, they, no. I, <laughs> I hope it's criminal law. Like she's well, actually... that would make the most sense. Otherwise, I, I couldn't imagine that she'd be doing corporate and they wouldn't be worried. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, all these corporate lawyers are up there like snorting everything they can up their noses. They, yeah. She just got fucking caught. Also, she went a little too far with the meth, you know? That's well, serious shit. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like, she just went a little too far. I mean, yeah. Did she have a bunch of guns on her and a bunch of drugs? Sure. Was she selling them all? Sure she did was. Did she have kids around? Sure she did. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, took a wrong turn. Took a left, should have taken a right. But I think the the point is, is that all that stuff is true. But at the end of the day, like, people can change and they deserve second For chances. Sure. And it's really nice that she clearly put in so much work and had that to present in order to, like, sway them that way. But, it um, all, yeah, and I think it should, like, so it took her lawyers or people in her life to recognize her. Doing that because I can, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be 
like rock bottom you're and then you're in jail and then you come out and you're fucked like you're kind of permanently fucked is this in the u.s or is this in canada where is this uh in the states and i know in i I think in the u.s more than canada like when you are arrested or have like these types of charges against you it really sticks with yeah. you and it's really hard to shake this kind of stuff. They're and, not they're not big on the rehabilitation. Right, where that's what's much bigger in Canada. And so that's even you just come out and you just feel like a piece of shit. So good on her lawyers and people for wanting to be in her corner and stick up for her and 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 good on her for like knowing that she could still not end up being able to practice after putting all of that money and time into going to get a law degree and putting in so much effort that you're at top of your class. I think the fact of the matter is, is regardless of her drug habit, like she was a clever woman, she was a nurse prior. Shit, what a piece of shit am I? Like this woman has a life story. I hope someone interviews her when she's 102. Yeah. No, not 102. That's too old. Yeah. Sooner. 62. 62. That's good. 62 would be good. Okay. No, so and we- it's so funny because that kind of thing just makes me, oh, God. And, like, how, what a, like, I love that and I actually love how cool that story is. And it just makes me feel like I have before, like, been running to a bus and missed it and be like, well, there we go. I'm fucked. There we go. <laughs> like, my plans are ruined. I know. My day is ruined. And, and this now, woman's like, nothing can stop me. Oh, my God. I Those inspirational stories, like, they get me inspired, but I'm also like, I hate myself. Well, it's also, I was just going to say, because at our core, like, I, I, this woman clearly had, like, a lot of confidence at one point in time. Yeah. yeah. Before, before it all came crumbling down. And I'll be, and, like, what you're saying, and very smart, so has the ability to... See that she can overcome this. Yeah. I like that. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started thinking like. She'd also be probably pretty fun to party with. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's hope she's clean now. I think. uh, Yeah. So then I was wondering like what other criminals turned their lives around. Like the model man. Remember that guy? Yes, except like he didn't turn his life around. No, he's despite... just hot. Yeah, exactly. He's like a hot prisoner. I thought about that too, and he kind of looks like the guy in that prison show. Didn't he go back to jail? Maybe not. Who the the one that the they... hot model? I saw like... there was a new female version of him. Oh God. Anyway, she's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, so I want I wanted to I went on to Business Insider and yeah. they had an article saying ten ex criminals who completely turned their careers around. Okay. A former hacker was on the FBI's most wanted list. Now he has his own security firm. Of course. But that doesn't surprise me. That's a little ironic, though. No, I actually disagree. I feel like they're, for, for those guys at that level, if you're at that level of, like, being able to... <laughs> <laughs> you're at that level of being able... We're laughing because the dog and Phil just came in. <laughs> Because my husband just took off my dog. <laughs> my dog's lost it. Okay, sorry. There's um, some Velcro happenings. If you're if you're at that level of like hacking, and I feel like there's a fine line between be, like on yes. either side. Okay. And if you have the capability, I think when you start to see what you're capable of, that you could use it for kind of good or evil, or really to make money. Right, but as somebody like if you wanted somebody to be your internet security, but you knew that they could also hack into your shit and screw you over wouldn't that kind of make you a bit paranoid but it's like you i remember watching this old like (laughs) it was like a a 2020 episode where they had somebody who was like former criminal like who used to rob people's homes or blah 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 he now owns a security firm where he goes around and telling people where their weak points are so he's like yeah i'd hit this i'd go in this window i'd go here i'd do this so he goes around saying this is what i look for (laughs) i need him for my exactly i exactly need him and so but he goes around and he's like yeah this window would be easy to kick in and then he'd be like see and then he'd like pushing pushing the window in or whatever and exactly what he would do and he gets out his credit card to open the door and he just talks about how like the things he looked for and i was like ah interesting because he wants someone who can see it from that point of view so i feel like that's why it would be good like that is very true he was like if somebody has like a beware of dog sign he's like it might not even be true but that's enough to make me be like oh fuck if it is true that's a pain in the ass yeah and so, or somebody who has one of those alarm stickers, like, he's like, a lot of those are fake, but he's like, at the same time, on the off chance that it is real, that's just one more reason that you might bypass that home. Did you, did you find this after you were broken into? Did you No, this was from his... years ago and I literally remembered it like two seconds ago. That is so funny. <laughs> no. Okay. So the next one is Georgia Durante was a getaway driver for the mafia and now she has her own stunt driving company. 
Ooh. I thought that was pretty cool. You go, girl. Yeah. Female entrepreneur. I like that. That's is, is really cool. Now, this is kind of in the same vein as a guy that was like a world famous con man by the age of 21. Now he runs a fraud consulting company. Yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, we all make mistakes when we're young. But the getaway driver one is cool. Uh, this one, I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to pronounce his name correctly. Kwesi Mufume had several stints in jail before becoming a congressman, but of course, oh. and serving as president of the NAACP. NAACP, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but why was he in jail before? Because in America, they put you in jail for everything. Well, especially when you're black. Yeah. Um. He it didn't really say. He said that he uh he ran with the worst people and then he became the leader. Yeah. Uh, it's a scary ass congressman. Just FYI. What Some guy mean? went to jail for smuggling alcohol before becoming a NASCAR driver. It's just more so but that, like, like that shit is stupid. Right, but you still get something on your record and you still have to like go above and beyond to get to a certain point. Except yeah. but I guess not if you have like talent. That's always, right? Like, yeah. Chris Brown, obviously. Oh, I was like, what greatness has he gone on to achieve other than being... A multi-millionaire? Well, yeah, but, like, not actually... Cause the arts is a different thing, because then it's like, Judge Greg Mathis was in a gang and served time before launching his own TV show. Like, I feel like when you enter yeah. into Hollywood, they're just like, that shit doesn't matter anymore. 100%, yeah. It's That's not like... Key. I don't know, like Nelson Mandela. Okay, there's an actor named Danny Trejo, and he's on Sons of Anarchy. Like, he's yeah, yeah, always yeah, yeah, a yeah. gangster. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, So, it's so funny, because this is terrible, but every time I see him, I'm like, this guy looks like a proper gangster. Yeah. He spent 12 years robbing stores, but now only plays the bad guys in movies. Oh, okay. He is awesome, though. He's a great actor. He is a great actor, but, it's but funny he looks how... like he's seen some shit. And he has. And he has. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one guy... But, but didn't Sons of Anarchy did that? A bunch of... Weren't a bunch of their people on their cast actual criminals? Because they wanted authenticity within the acting. That would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. So the last one okay, I wasn't yeah. into because I did not know that this happened, that he was allowed to... I mean, this happened so long ago and whatever. Uh, Michael Vick. So he only went to prison for 18 months. For running Ew. a dogfighting ring before he got signed by the Eagles in 2009. Uh, just but, like, we don't care. We but don't care. No, no, we're not. Ugh, no, delete. That is, again, that's like Hollywood shit where they don't give a shit. Yeah, the, with athletes. It's with athletes. Like, if an NFL owner can make a ton of money off you and you can be a good player, then they don't care. Um, so yeah, so those are my, those are my articles. Um, wow, that's pretty, oh yes, we yeah. got, the, and now we have, we have some, just some fun throwaways. Yeah, this one is, I love this one. I saw this. <laughs> this one is, there is a traveling cat circus <laughs> <laughs> that has helped save more than 200 feline lives. They're called the Acro Cats. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. Um, where are they so from? They're amazing acro cats. Well, they travel all over the world. They don't know where they're based. Where it where it originally started. Um, she started it around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I think. They're all former rescues, or they're all like rescues and strays. And I think the whole idea is like she's like a cat whisperer. Yeah, and she teaches them how to do whatever, and then. Um, and then, it, like, for high kill shelters. Again, like, some places that have high kill shelters. Awesome. So she'd, she'd take all those all those cats and create, like, a little circus and have it traveling around. And what, they said Can the, you define circus? Like, what does she have, like, tightrope walking? Like, what does the, she have them like, doing? They, like, play musical instruments. Stuff. They, like, like, no. I swear. But I, I think it's like, they, like, she just lets them walk on a piano or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't picture, like, a tabby with a trumpet doing much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um... <laughs> Um, uh, and then what does she do? They were saying that, um, so she has human assistants and cats. Um, of course, cat assistants. Like Captain Patch is a one-eyed non-performing feline who belongs to an assistant, but also travels with them. So a non-circus cat, but is part of the group. Part of the entourage. Part of the entourage. Um, and they said they never have problems adapting to life on tour or on the bus, which is amazing and they said the like here's a little i gotta show you this here's a little picture of a cat i don't know doing a thing what on a doing? it's a circus trick i think 
I think he's just batting a ball. Yeah, I was going to say, wowee. <laughs> but then I think they're up for, like, adoption after. Oh, that's really sweet. And then they come from all over. And when they go to places on tour, they'll get local animals in. And they said the only thing cuter than them actually, like, doing the little tricks that they've trained them to do is when they don't do them and they wander into the crowd to cuddle Aww. with people and like wander in That's and just want to so be want to be adorable because they need interaction and a lot of behavioral issues for animals are just boredom yeah totally of a course, lot of that people don't exercise their I feel animals like, <laughs> the amount that they need speaking of animals I feel like that created a lot of noise I feel Did like there's going to be heavy breathing we just need to explain <laughs> because my dog was just rubbing his body into me as needy as possible he came over to Kate gave her a little snifferoo <laughs> <laughs> he loves me um, that's cool so that's it just that's, ha- uh, it's also a little bit of my nightmare because I'm a little bit terrified of cats but it's very sweet and I, I love that they're uh helping save these animals lives and this is like a legit like it's still happening like they have a pretty bad website i'm gonna not gonna lie i think shocking did one of the cats do it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's pretty bad but the the that's like a drive-in movie theater that's the type of no this is like this is like when when people were originally like are you on the net you gotta get one of those dot coms like (laughs) this is when you know when you see those like buzzfeed things that say this is what Google looked like when it first came out. This yeah. hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the Facebook looked like back before it was anything. So it's circuscats.com. They are touring. There's They have an Instagram. Oh, my God. Please tell me they have more followers than me on Instagram. Let me see. Oh, my God. I can't. Okay. So it looks like they have a... Someone was able to put a link to an Instagram, but it just goes to Instagram.com. Oh, uh, 965 Twitter followers. And it's run by Oswald Martin, who's a cat. And it's, it says, Hedo. It's run. It's, it is. It's, <laughs> it says, Hedo, with two Ds. I'm Oz. I twits. Oh, God, that's not funny. <laughs> that's kind of just like, no, it's, it's sort of just like an iteration of I has cheeseburger. You know that? That is something that actually really bugs me when people are like, Oh, I is has fits here. I'm like, stop. No, when some you, people do their uh, Instagrams like that, and yeah. it's like, was that? And I'm like, no, this is not. It's that makes me want to barf. Like no one infantilization. It's, it's so totally. Gross. It's so sick. And when it's done to cat, like animals, like it's just stop. animals. I almost find like, better than babies. No, than humans. Haven't you seen like an adult for for regarding their own activities yes no i've never seen that i've only seen it in regards to like a cat in like, or a baby sitting, a cat or a baby like a cat was sitting in like a bowl and it was like i if i fits i sits and i'm like shut <laughs> the fuck up <laughs> it's so stupid so I, stupid it really bothers me anyway positive 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 <laughs> positive positive okay I have, I have positive yeah okay the church of sweden is actually I, really this is really there was a church of sweden there's actually this is really um Recent. Our color is blue and yellow. I is Church of Sweden. What? Like I was thinking, like is it IKEA? Oh no, a oh, blue and yellow. Did you say purple? I said blue and yellow. It's what blue and yellow. Yeah, I don't know why I heard purple in my head. I just love. Um, by the way, there was at a show I did the other night. There was a guy who the other comic was talking to him, and he said he was from Switzerland. And then I went up and made a bunch of IKEA jokes and started talking about Sweden. And oh I was god. Like, oh no. Oh, different country. Right. Right. Whatever. I mean. And would that be... Basically the same. It's not racist. Is that what you're going to say? Is it like national... National... Ugh, no, it's fine. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Church of Sweden is is um, stopping referring to God as he oh. or Lord. So the head of the largest Swedish Christian church says God is beyond human gender determination, which blew... That's a big step forward. My brains, that's a massive step forward, yeah. especially for somebody who runs a church and, you know, has always lived by these words according to this gender denomination, etc. Like, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also like... <sighs> it depends on what like comes talking thereafter. About the tooth, you know, it's like talking about, like, the tooth fairy or the Easter bunny and be like, the Easter bunny is... You know, neither male nor female. I'm like, yeah, but that's still not addressing real life. So I hear what you're saying, but I think it's more but it like is a step forward. No, 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 because because 
the church itself caters to religious people, right? Yes. So I feel like... I do know that churches do that, yes. No, in the sense that... Because <laughs> you mean like the Easter Bunny. And I'm just saying like, I think it's great that if people are living their lives in accordance to the Bible, that they don't already implicitly have this sexist notion that men are better. Right. Because no, no, God no. is I, man. Yes. No, I I, I feel like it's a and little I, heavier than the Easter Bunet. <laughs> no, it is. I was just trying to say... <laughs> I like that, other accents, by the way. That none of it. Well, you know, it's matters because like, it's all make believe. No, I, I don't want to get in, but that's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can. No, I just I thought it. No, we don't need that to, kind of debate. No, right I know. Now. I just think. Um, I think it's a nice step in the right direction towards not being so sure. heavy. He, she, yeah, etc. No, I think that, that actually is great. What are their, what's their stand? Like, are they? They're like, the men and women still have to sit separately and the women on the floor while they're giving birth, but. But. God, God who knows? We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, I understand. Is that also what you're thinking? Yeah, and also, like, I guess I'm more concerned. What are their bigger, what are, what are more of the, the hot button issues? What, what are their stances on that? If they're, like, getting more, like, sort of progressive and they're increasingly, yeah, what, like, more what, accepting right, and tolerant what else follows? What else follows? Is this, is this, they've already accepted. They're like, we you know, still hate the gays. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I like, know. If they're it's like, tough. Yeah, exactly. But if they're, like, accepting of same-sex marriage and just kind of, like, you know, accepting of all different people. Well, I mean, and, the Pope is, right? Accepting well, of same-sex marriage. no. No? No. Like, it is, like, just, it's, he's a very soft acceptance of not like a real but i feel like for the vatican they're and doing for it Italy, because it's a, it was a pr move because they're losing people at from a clip that they can't keep up with and it's becoming not sustainable anymore to continue to lose people and they know it's a losing battle and slowly as countries around the world begin to fucking become more secular realize that like this should like same-sex marriage should absolutely be a thing then they need to get on board with it too and they were losing that fight and so i feel like it was purely a pr thing but it, it's still not like an all-encompassing like they still don't you know it's like birth control still not allowed all that shit so don't anyway <laughs> no 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 i 150 percent. i yeah. completely agree i just feel like it's a step it's, yeah. it's something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was something completely unexpected considering how deeply ingrained sexism, homophobia, you know. 100%. Is in, in religion. But it's it's funny that you say that too because um, was I, I just worry that um, if they're not, like, accepting of other people, is this, it's like they're. Is, do you think this is a PR move? Right. Is, well, I don't know. Is it? That's what I'm saying. This is when I, like, I want to be positive. I feel but, like Sweden knows what's up. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. Because all the men and women at Ikea wear the grossest outfits that are the same. They don't have, like, separate women's outfits. outfits. Oh, they don't give them outfits. pink ones? No, they don't oh, give them pink nice ones. Oh, how nice of them. <laughs> they all wear disgusting yellow polos and blue pants. Mm. Um, but, okay, so maybe they're up. But I don't want this to be like a, hey, look over at this hand while this hand's doing something really shitty over here. Yeah, yeah. So is this Both like sides a, of the mouth. oh, we're doing, exactly, just talking so much shit out of one side while they're trying to do this and be like, hey, look over here, look what we did that's so great. Meanwhile, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> you know what? I just feel like this is so big in the sense that it's not like, okay, men and women can now sit together or I don't know. Not that those things are same sex marriage approval is small by any stretch, but actually referring to what you have touted to be the per the, the figure that you like pray to and rely on for your entire, you know what I mean? Like, and to change it to gender neutral. I just thought, that uh, who knows that's really interesting that's why i like talking to you about these things because you just have a different viewpoint that i because it's just i get i'm just skeptical i'm no. just skeptical <clears throat> of anything that like a organized religion does and when they put out press releases on all the good they do or the you know what i mean it's just like yes i just feel like this is huge and also slash yes, like yeah, are they no, gonna no. like go through the bible and like the bible and make like changes. The, Los Bibles? The Bible about Buble would be a Bible. It would be like the Bible. Can bu- we Bible. do a Michael Buble Bible? Ugh. But it only comes out at Christmas when he comes out of his cave. 
to just sing Christmas songs again. Do you know again. how much people in the UK love Michael Bublé? Really? I had no clue. He's from Burnaby. He's from like right where I grew up. Like I was... right, right close to there. Oh, really? Because um... I was born in New West. He was, he's from Burnaby. Yeah. NBC, cool. Yeah, I had yeah. no clue. I mean, I knew he Same was with Canadian. Same with Michael J. Fox. And what about Nelly Furtado? Is she from there too? She's from Victoria. Oh. So close by. Okay. Yeah. That's where all the cool... Oh, Ryan Reynolds. He's also Vancouver. He's also Vancouver. Cool. Is that what you're called? Vancouver, right? Did I make that uh, up right we're now? We're just called assholes, I think. <laughs> no, really. I, I don't know. A Vancouverites? Yeah, I guess so. Well, like, whereas it's like know. Torontonians. Yeah. 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 Vancouver anyway, rights. I was working at Groupon and it was Christmas you time. Groupon? I did. I was a copy editor. <laughs> There's some really excellent writing on Groupon. So okay. In the UK, it's a little more refined. Like, oh, yeah? You're going to come up to the pub <laughs> and get a deal on your fish and chips. Listen, yeah, that was a horrible accent. 80, that, I don't know what that was. It was like a little <laughs> bit kiwi. It was very confusing. Fuck, I fell up. Okay. Anyway, it was Christmas time and they put on Michael Buble and everybody started singing. And we're talking about a big company. And I was like, what have you all been drinking? What is this? And they were like, it's Michael Buble, Sarah. <laughs> they were like shocked. And he's from Canada. I'm like, it's a big country. I'm not that into the boobles. No, I like him. I like his Christmas stuff. But so does that mean that like every maybe like big like or band over here? I mean, Michael Bublé is good. He's he's different. I don't mean to categorize him in the same category as Nickelback. Are you going to say Nickelback? Oh, I knew it. I, but I don't want to do that. So, but like someone like Nickelback, do you think there is a country somewhere in the world that is like, oh my God, Nickelback's on. And they freak out and scream and they It like must sing. be like. A, like a village in Korea where they like don't understand the yeah, words that they're North saying. Yeah, it's North Korea. It's called yeah. torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly where it's popular. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So those are my those are my articles. So I what do you that. uh? So what are you gonna do to be more positive this week? What are you gonna try and do? Okay. Well, yesterday I went to um Tim Hortons. I've been on a real Tim Hortons kick this weekend. I saw. Um. I went to Tim Hortons and there was a guy outside and I was just like, ugh. God, I felt so bad. And he was on the street. So I did not just buy him coffee. What I decided to do was that I, I bought him a, a $10 gift card at Tim Hortons. And then I just, I just like walked by and kind of like threw it at him. I didn't throw it at him. Did you I chuck just, it like, straight in his forehead? <laughs> no. You're like, fuck I, you. I was just kind of like, here you go. And he's like, oh, thanks. And he was really, really, and he's like, thank you so much. But I was just like, you know what? This will be better than just getting him. Because like you said, sometimes people have already given them coffee or offered them that. But I thought maybe a gift card would be something that there's affordable other food options or whatever there and he can decide totally. what he wants because that's also something I feel that kind of frustrates me. Sometimes people will be like, oh, here's this and it's like part of, this is so cheesy, but like part of like the freedom that we have in the financial situation that we have, not that we have money or whatever, have lots of money, but we have the option to choose like this is what I'm going to have for dinner or I feel like this. Yeah, and the the agency and autonomy. The agency to do that, exactly. Whereas a lot of people who suffer from homelessness, they don't and they have to get whatever's given to them and they don't even have any choice. So I feel like I'd like the idea of them having at least, even if it's whatever, like Tim Hortons, that they can at least make a choice to say this is what I want I'm going to have what I want, uh, you know, and, and pay for it with this. And then I thought, you know what I think I should do? I think I should just be like, put aside $100. I'm going to buy a bunch of, um, I'll buy 10, a bunch. This is math. I'm going to buy 10, <laughs> 10, $10 gift cards. I don't just have them on me so I can, you know, as it happens, if I see someone, just have one on me so that if I feel so compelled, I'll give it to them. That's very nice. Do you think, and I... Sometimes I feel bad that I, I just, my, my trying to be positive or give back is just money or that I'm trying to throw money. But also, you know what? People don't want, that's good. Cause honestly, that's what, what actually works. What just happened? What do you, <laughs> do you, know, do you mean? Did that make sense? Like very close to the end. We were almost there and then, <laughs> I, and then it just took a real turn. No, but like, okay. So, so many times people will be like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm like a white girl volunteering in Africa to build orphanages. Like, and you're like, okay, what they could actually use is your money and not you going over there yeah, for I think a photo the, op. Or right. like for homeless people, people being like, oh, I'm gonna go serve soup in a kitchen when really they could really more like use a hundred bucks or use a donation to, um, I know it's not United Way, the food bank has a two to one buying power at grocery stores. I don't know if you know this. So if you yeah. donate money to the food bank rather than food, because people will be like, oh, we'll do a can drive. And people give them shitty I was literally food. just thinking about the other day. It was like, what? I saw a can drive. Uh, oh, it was when I was looking up positive news. It was um, you were paying for some sort of service with 
can oh parking with canned goods and i was yeah. like who even wants to eat this just you're homeless doesn't mean that you're like uh, exactly just like an earthworm and, and so much of it is just shit and people turn it into like a competitive thing like who can raise the most cans they're just gonna get shitty cans of like condensed, condensed milk. milk or yeah. soups that are shitty and and whatever and so but but like the food bank they have a two-to-one buying power so when you give them money they can go into a grocery store and get twice as much value for the money you give them. Why is this not more popular? I know it was in BC. I'm not 100% that it's here, but I do think it is here. And they, because they have a buying power, and then they have the ability to buy things like fresh fruits and vegetables for people. Or that all human beings should be entitled to. All human beings should be entitled to. Or, and not just fucking pasta and canned food. And not just those. So some perishables need to be purchased at some times too. Bread, things like that. Like, you know, so... Anyway, I hate that sometimes I'm saying that I just, my only solution is ever to just say, give money or give a gift card or donate whatever. But at the same time, there's so many people who don't do that, who do try to be like, like Second City has a really good scene in its uh, holiday show right now um, called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly Sweater. Uh, and, and the scene is, it's, it's a song that's all talking about thoughts and prayers and it's people being like, Oh, we're going to give all our thoughts and prayers. And at the end they're like, and you can't cash those in for shit. Give people some fucking money. Right. It's like the hashtag thing. Now we think we're doing yeah. good just by putting a hashtag. Exactly. So while on one hand, I feel sort of guilty that all I ever think of to do positive is like give money. I know that, you know what, that's not so bad. No. And at least I'm trying to, whatever. So anyway. Of course. Whatever. That's my positive thing. Yes. That was a really long, positive convoluted thing. way to say that's what cool. I'm doing. But We're that's... chatting in the holidays and it's all relevant. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, well, mine's kind yeah, of similar. Yeah. No, I just, uh, Phil and I did our like holiday shopping and we're just like for, I mean, we're not getting each other anything because we're, we're going on a honeymoon, but for family members and we just donated to different charities for everybody. Like yeah. nobody needs. Yeah. We're lucky enough that nobody in our family or current friend network could say that they actually need something. Yeah. Um. So. I love that idea. So yeah, yeah. even like our dog walkers, like we donated to. Um, yeah. Humane Society or something? Yeah, we donated to the Humane Society. And that's what I asked from my sister too. I asked if she could just donate to the Humane Society for me. Um. Yeah. I, I, I love that. I think that's, yeah, because it is, like, we're at the age, like, and my mom was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm just like, you know, honestly, You know you're like, on home to Hello Kitty stuff, for sure. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, it took me so long to get rid to of that Hello all Kitty that shit. shit. Oh, my God. The Hello Kitty shitty? Oh, my God. It was just like, I can't. And, and I get so nervous because she's already like, I got your presents this year. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't need it. I don't want it. Don't give it to me. What if you said to her, could you, like, in advance, if you'd ask for her to donate? I honestly don't think she would. That's what Phil's fam- family wouldn't she, either. I asked she's for very, it. She's uh, very, she just likes things and she likes people having things to open, uh, you know, uh, it's just. It's, no, I get that. I, I think I, there's I a real it. nostalgia within like, especially like a family yeah, where you yeah. did that. We're Jewish. It's a little different. Like we had presents to open, but it's not as much of like a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, cool. Okay. I mean, I'm into all of this positivity. I am into the positivity too. So that's it. That's, that's episode it. one. We're out. Um, so just try. Just, just try, everyone. Just do better, guys. Do better. Just try and, and try to be better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe.